Hey, Bobby, why do you like soul food? Because it makes me happy. That's the peas like you used to say. 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 Richmond Restaurant Week experience, brunch trolley with Unlocking RVA. Yay! Yay. <laughs> Who are we here with? Yes, I'm Faith Wilkerson, the owner of Unlocking RVA. What'd you start Unlocking RVA for? Yes, I started Unlocking RVA to dispel the rumor that there is nothing to do in Richmond. So essentially what we do is share all the awesome events, all the awesome food, restaurants yes. that are happening, and then create experiences so people can, you know, enjoy what's here, kind of one-stop shop. So the brunch trolley is a perfect example of that. Yes, and oh, what an experience <laughs> it is, okay? Right. Oh, well, let's see, who did we go to today? So we started out, um, first we have a, a, a awesome fun experience on the actual trolley yeah. and so we sample some um, moonshine, which is wonderful and then we went to Pig and Brew, mm -hmm. um, which we had an amazing experience there, then we get back on the trolley and we went to 
um, maple bacon. Maple maple bourbon. Maple bourbon. Yes. Um, I want some maple bacon. Apparently. I know. It's, that's listen, what I want. listen. That's what I want. And that's pick, it's Pick and Brew's fault. They gave me too much to drink. <laughs> so much to drink. <laughs> and then we left from there and we came to Bellows where we've been um, literally inundated with awesome food. Yes. Lovely music. I'm full. I'm rubbing my belly Drinks. right yes. now. I mean, like a straight up party in it's here. Straight up party. Yes. Absolutely. Day club. <laughs> yes. So how did you come up with the brunch trolley idea? Yeah, so I believe this is year four for us, and um, I work very- It's year four for us, too. Hey! I work really closely with all the ladies who run Richmond Black Restaurant Experience individually, and so they brought me on board to actually do some event planning for them for Stick a Fork In It and Mobile Soul Sunday. In the midst of one of our meetings, you know, a lot of our folks that were attending the week didn't know how to- you know, get to all the restaurants. Like, how do I fit it all in? Yeah. And then we were like, wouldn't it be dope if we had a trolley that you just get three for one and you just yeah. can knock a few out? And um, they were like, Faith, you can do it? And I said, well, I can darn sure try. Yeah. And so pretty much that's how the brunch trolley was born, just figuring out what restaurants we can make an experience. People can get off, feel like VIPs, get drunk. Yep. Yeah. get full yes. and then be like okay I did that I can go home now I'm good yes. every year it's been a different restaurant yes. which I think is amazing um, yes. so you get to sample so we've been all four years and yeah. every year it's a different sampling of different yes. restaurants people um, don't realize it but we have a amazing sampling of black restaurants and black businesses in Richmond and so when you take the brunch trolley but not just the brunch trolley you mentioned no, no, Mobile Soul Sunday Mobile Got Soul you. Sunday yes. you know you have tons of Richmond restaurants that have food trucks mm -hmm. and mobile experiences that you come yeah. to which is amazing and then um, stick a fork in it is always great I always go every year um, and the VIP experience is that is the upper excellence mm -hmm. of that experience <laughs> right and so you get a sampling and they're like small plate sizes small meals um, and they're small prices too so they're affordable mm -hmm. you can sample from things Look, doors opening, we partying, y'all. <laughs> um, you can sample from all these different restaurants, and it's a, it's always like a great combination of sweets, drinks, foods. Um, they also have other vendors that are there. Um, you've got like uh, different wine vendors. Then with the VIP experience, you have um, like free things that come with your purchase of your um, your ticket. And so you have a chef that's like cooking up things while you're there. You've got free drinks, access to drinks there. It's an amazing experience, and so I think, you know, just as a culmination of the week, like all of these events just tie in and reiterate to not just Black Richmond, but Richmond in general, that we have amazing Black restaurants here in Richmond that you there's definitely plenty to do, and we shouldn't have to pile it all into one week. Um, we love that we have Black Restaurant Week and Black Restaurant Experience, but we should be supporting them 100% of the time all year, 365 um, days of the year. And so be intentional about who you support, be intentional about th those restaurants, go to them, support them. If you wanna keep them, support them. That's how we keep them here. Speaking on being intentional, I have two of my favorite <laughs> black women business owners here. So let's talk a little bit about that. How important is it to you to be a black woman in business, making your own money in this city? Yeah, it's very important. So as a little bit of a personal background of myself, so I'm, I'm black and Puerto Rican. So for me, I kind of hit two different categories of folks who you don't normally see celebrated as much um, when it comes to owning their own business and actually creating a dent and making a, a purpose and a difference in what they do on a daily basis. So for me, the importance is just showing that we can do just about anything we put our minds to mm -hmm. and that we shouldn't always feel like a no is the end all be, be all. And I think that's something that I represent. I hear no just about every week. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's, you know, it's knowing that, okay, that 
that wasn't my purpose, move on to the next goal and, and keep it moving forward and not let anyone make me feel like, because I think that's a big thing, make you feel like it's because of your gender or your race that you are unable to, you know, kind of achieve what you're looking to do. True. For me, it was about um, it was about being very intentional about carrying on a legacy, but also generational wealth building for my child. Um, I grew up in a household that um, had a black-owned business. My grandparents started a business very early. My grandfather did not graduate from um, high school, um, but he made a wonderful life for himself and and, for, and provided for our family in, a, in an awesome way. And so when he passed, he left us, you know, debt-free, owning a business that was debt-free and not having bills to pay, and that meant a whole lot. But he also instilled in us the value of owning things yourself and being able to provide for yourself um, in a way that would ensure success for the next generation. And so it's not just about um, even owning your house or <laughs> jamming, y'all. Owning a house or owning a car or owning things, um, it's about also being able to invest in the things that no one can take from you, like your education, um, providing educa great education for yourself, for your children. Um, and that was really what owning a black business was important for me, was not only being able to do that for my kids, but to be able to employ other black people to be able to do that for their families and for them to be able to invest in themselves. So I took over their black business and I've started two more on my own and it's so important for me to be able to do that as a black woman because it's not only is it uh, empowering for me and for my child to see, um, but it's, uh, it's super, super important for um, me to show him that this is what this is absolutely acceptable for black people to do, to own their own businesses, to propel themselves through black leadership and black owner, um, black entrepreneurship. Um, but also, it's in, we jamming y'all, we jamming on the street. <laughs> but this is Richmond. But it's also really important for me, um, representation matters. And so just like we talk about representation politics and it's good to have, we talk about politics on the show all the time, you know, to have uh, black women or white women or um, just women in general or Latino, whatever, to be running LGBTQ+, to be running in positions and be um, visible for people to see that, yes, this is absolutely acceptable for me to be in this position. Representation matters. It's also important for you to be able to walk into the place that you buy your food from or the place that you buy your car from or the place that you get your clothes cleaned or where you buy your home or the place that you live or whatever the case may be that you see black people running those businesses. Um, you invest your money in those people. You invest your money in that cycle and that in your community. Um, and then we can battles in our within our own community some of those issues like gentrification and all these things when we invest in ourselves. And so for me, that's what's most important about it is creating that uh, cycle of generational wealth building um, and instilling that as a value that you know you don't have to work for someone else. You can work for yourself, and you can have and you can employ and empower other black people through that business if you do it properly, correctly, and and in decency and in order. Yeah. What she said. What she said, right? <laughs> I mean, like you can't say. <laughs> well, I think it's I think it's a great point to talk about, like why um, you do what you do. It's it's a passion that you have, but also like how do you um, use that to empower other people? Like where do you see yourself going with this? Um, and and you do other things. You actually uh, market. You do marketing and other things. Like how do you use that? 
to empower other businesses and other minority-owned businesses? Yeah, I think it goes to what you just talked about in terms of being able just to have the, the visibility mm -hmm. of people to see what it is you're doing. So yeah. for me, just by doing a brunch trolley, just by doing hip-hop karaoke, just yeah. by doing Made by RVA, just by doing all these different things that showcase just the different, you know, faces that one can have. Um, you know, to your point, I'm also, a, you know, an adjunct faculty at University of Richmond. I also oh. work at, you know, VCU over at a minority education center yep. so it's like you can do whatever you put your mind to that you can organize your time for yep. um, I think for me it's just waking up and living by example every day to say that you can juggle all these things you can create if you have a passion Lord it can get you a paycheck or two it may not be Child. you know a whole house worth but you yep. know it's 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 fulfilling you know when Several you guys are leaving out with smiles and you guys yep. are excited when you guys are walking up to me saying oh my god can we book you to do something else I'm like absolutely yes. you sure yes. can let's talk yes. and, it, and from this grows relationships okay yep. so me meeting you guys I mean I knew you before year one but yeah. you know again that bond becomes closer and closer yep. as you guys come to more events and as we see things and as you support and I support you vice yep. versa and to me that's just what's been the most important thing for me is just living in your truth and just living by example and being transparent like yep. sometimes they suck sometimes yep. I didn't make I made zero dollars and zero cents yep. sometimes I paid the vendor more than I paid myself that's okay but that's okay because at the end of the day I'm helping a Bellows I'm helping yep. a maple bourbon I'm helping you know a pig and brew get the extra dollar they didn't have yesterday and that's cool because yep. again you see I told you I have two other hustles and that's yep. how I balance not feeling as bad if you know you know yep. today wasn't a, a profit day and that's all right yep and that's the I think that's the key word to all of it people ask me like how do you find time you touched on that how do you find time to do like all these 10,000 things and it's like I don't even know where it comes from I'm just propelled to mm -hmm. do it because I don't really have a choice like I just I do it because I know it needs to be done mm -hmm. Um, I make time for the things that are important to me and um, you know I, I wish I had more time more time more days yeah, right? you know I wish there were more hours in the yep. day but I wake I go to bed with the chickens and I wake up with them too mm -hmm. and I'm about it and it's just you know it's so important that we empower each other that we do make time for each other and that we build those relationships sometimes it's not a profitable day yeah um, and that's a very real thing for mm -hmm. black owned business mm -hmm. um, sometimes it's about building that relationship so that you live to open the doors for the next day to make that profit. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes that's the most important thing. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm blessed that I'm surrounded by a network of people in all of my businesses really of uh, having other supportive um, black owned businesses that are like sister or brother businesses to me that um, I absolutely love and they propel, we propel each other through success. And that's so important. And that's what it is really is a network. That's what Black Restaur Restaurant Week and Black Restaurant Experience is about is a network. Um, exposing people, not just black people, but everybody, to um, these restaurants, where they are. Um, and we also, it's important to note, I wanted to note this too, we went to three different parts of town. Mm -hmm. um, that's really, really important because Richmond is not just one story. This mm -hmm. is not just the tale. I know we hear it a lot, mm -hmm. um, especially with the way that we cover council and, and school board. You know, Richmond is very much so the tale of two cities, but there are lots of parts of this city, even the parts that are struggling, they're striving too in other ways. And so if we want to see them do better, we have to support them in a lot of ways that we support them. One, first and foremost, is buy that good meal tax. So go spend that money yes. in these black restaurants that are all over town because that money goes back into those schools and it goes back into what we need. So, um, you know, it's, it's a cycle. It's a cycle. And so exposure, network, it's all a thing. It's a thing. It's an what intentional thing. What she said. <laughs> Make sure you put that in the video comments, what she said. What she said. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think that's good. What she yeah. said.
Yes, thank you, Faith, thank so you. much. Thank, thank you, ladies. I appreciate it. We had you an guys. amazing time today. Yeah, thank you did. so much for all that you do. Please thank continue you. to plan events. We yes. will always make sure that we have yes. our asses on yes. that trolley, yes. okay? And our door's always open, too, yes. if you ever want to come by, talk Absolutely. about what you got going on, okay. what's next. Awesome. Thank yes. you. Thank you. Thank you. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Elijah Pritchard here reporting live from class today. And I'm here with Kelly Lemon. What are you here today representing for and your organization? Richmond Black Restaurant Experience. It is a week-long celebration um, celebrating black ownership and black cuisine in Richmond, Virginia. And it's happening for the fourth year, March 1st through the 8th. Why was the week started? Can you give us some information on that? And were you involved in it? Yeah, so long story short, I was running the brand over at Mama J's restaurant. And one of the things that was happening was we were getting a lot of, I guess, inquiries about doing a soul food week in February from publications that did not really have an interest in uplifting the cuisine. They were more interested of having a soul week. Some people had started a week in Memphis and wanted to build it nationally. They knew about the success of restaurants in Richmond and therefore reached out to us along with some other media anchors. I had started a beer festival the year prior and so it was just natural that the three women that started it were in the industry, kind of knew the importance of black ownership, especially in the culinary arts, and said, why don't we do this ourselves? And so that's how it got started. Um, we did research and looked into the other restaurant weeks that were happening in Richmond. There were no minorities on the list. Therefore, we couldn't get into the regular restaurant weeks. So if you're not going to let us in, we'll just do it ourselves. So that's how it got started. That week is obviously important to everybody and important to you guys. What are the positives that you guys gained from the week itself? We have, uh, in the last four years, these restaurants have uh, made over $1.6 million. Over 40 jobs have been created and retained. And... 32,000 people have visited these restaurants in four years. So, I mean, the impact is beyond what we thought it would be. We're creating generational wealth. We are bringing our kids and our families to these restaurants. We are creating memories. We are realizing the importance of our dollar and how more important it is to keep it within our own community. A lot of the people that are in the back of these kitchens are self-taught. They never went to school. It's y'all's grandmas, your aunts, and your uncles and them that just know how to cook good food. But they're also the people that are running marketing. They're also the, the GM. There may also be the bartender and the bar back. So there's a lot of things that are being put on these people's shoulders um, in order to just produce food that we eat every day. And so we need to celebrate that. What are the five the best spots to probably go to during this week? The list changes every year. Um, so we got 30 restaurants this year. Uh, you got your fan favorites. You got Mama J's up there. You got Croker Spot. You know, if you know anything about Southern Kitchen, who was just on um, national um, news like two weeks ago. Um, so her line is out the door. Soul Taco, everybody loves uh, what they got going on. Mini Bar, if you want to turn up in a good time. We got some new vegan spots on the list for those that do not in eat any meat <laughs> or dairy or anybody with a mother. And so um, 
we're excited about you know some of the new spots and some of the old spots, um, but like Family Secrets, Bellows, which is a Caribbean restaurant, Maple and Bourbon, uh, Spoonbread Bistro, which is fine dining. Uh, so some college students will not be going uh, to, to places like that unless, you know, maybe you get, get treated on that. But great, great, great night places. Great, you know, we're going out with just, you know, the fellas, girls night. Uh, we got it all. So you say the bistro place college kids are not going to, so that leads to my next question. What are the good places to go to for college students that maybe not don't have that much money to spend on a good cuisine? I would suggest all of the restaurants are going to have their menus for that week listed on our website. So my thing would be to go to our website and click on the different restaurants. The ones that have a buffet where you can get a little bit more for your money, that would be my suggestions. Also look at, you know, the variety of nights, whether it's Taco Tuesday night, and they're giving specials for Taco Tuesday. For our older students, uh, you know, happy hour days where the wings are included with the drinks, that's always best. There's a variety of places that have those. I can't rattle those off to you because I just don't have them committed to memory, but definitely visit our website, vablackrestaurantexperience.com. All 35 restaurants in their menus are listed on our website. Okay, with that being said, do you have anything you want to say to people that's trying to start up a business maybe, or maybe that's a minority trying to step out and do something for themselves? I think that all, anyone that wants to that owns their own business has taken a leap of faith. They've all thought that they couldn't do it. They've all had whatever challenges that were placed in front of them or whatever barriers to kind of block them. Think from your gut, get a lot of family support, do your research on what you're doing, find a mentor, somebody that's gonna tell you the good and the bad, um, and take your time and make sure you bring your brand out the way that you wanna bring your brand out. And that's what we're doing to these restaurants. They may not have had the support that we have you know, been educated with from a marketing and branding aspect to build this week. And so we're we're excited to be able to help these entrepreneurs with that. So anybody that's looking to build a business, there are things that are already in place to get you started, including weeks like these. Thank you, Kelly Lemon from the Urban Hang Suite. This is Elijah Pusher reporting live from class. It's such a blessing when my eyes get to see the sunrise. I'm ready to begin. Another chance to get further away from where I've been, but I never forget. Everything I went through, I appreciate this. Because if I had a went and took the ease away, wouldn't be the strong that I am today. Everything that I did, different things I was told, just ended up being food for my soul.